everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday evening. We were gone last week. We had somebody calling sick, and that happens a lot because that's just what happens. Anyway, we will hope to get uh, uh, Debbie Revenge back another time. We'll schedule that uh, down the road, maybe eh, August, September sometime. But anyway, she really was uh, not happy that she had to miss last week, but she just was under the weather, and that's just the way it is. But it was nice. Um when I was in California last time in November, I did stop by her house and see her and got some uh, autographs on some stuff. And then uh, I also, she was also known as Debet back in the day. So uh, it was Debbie Revenge or Debet. I know that Sharon Mitchell always called her Debet. And I was like, who are you talking about? But it was actually Debbie Revenge. So that's, um, that's who we were uh, going to have last week. And we will have Debbie Revenge again sometime soon. But in the meantime, this week, we have the one and only Crystal Davis is with us. I'm going to unmute Crystal here. There we go. And uh, Crystal, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. Hello, everyone. How are you? Uh, you, you are looking stunning in Thank your you. swimsuit there because it's pool time in Vegas. It's pool day. Yes, it's pool time. It's summer. Now, yes. <laughs> is, that, is that where you call home or are you just on vacation or what's up? It is home now, yes. Okay. And it was, where was that? It's home now. Where, where, where was home at before? Um, Texas. Okay. Wow. Well, everything is bigger in Texas. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Too big for me, apparently. There you go. Well, um, you fit into the swimsuit very nicely. So I don't have all. But I saw you and so did Charles and so did Joey at yes. Exotica and yes. um, in April going into May in Chicago. How was that for you? It was actually um, bigger than I expected. I was there last year. Um, it was still a little slow because COVID was just, you know, kind of ending. But this time it's a big, a lot bigger than what it was the last time. So it was a lot of fun. Um, saw a lot of uh, old people, old friends and new friends now, and then a lot more um, fans that came through, actually. So I I just couldn't believe it. it was like, vroom, there was like a wall of people. My God. Yes. And you had the privilege, and well, we actually had the privilege of being on the backside of your uh, your booth, and your, your, your gentleman friend was so kind to help <laughs> us poor fat bastards hang those signs up. I said, oh, my God, and your, your man just hopped up on a chair and boom, 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 and we had it done. And right. Tim, yes. I would have still been there trying to hang shit up if it wasn't for your friend there. So, yes, he was very helpful. Because, oh, my God, us two fat bastards up on chairs, we'd have, <laughs> we'd have busted an ankle or a hip. <laughs> so what um, out of the Exotica thing, what was uh, what was some some key things that you took away from it as far as was it the fans? Was it this? What 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 would you would you say was your key at Exotica? Because you had your own booth this year. Yes, yes. I started my booth back in DC last year, um, and I decided that I'll do it all for the whole year this year. All four of them. So I'll be in all Exoticas. But uh, to me, Exotica is mainly for my fans, the ones that I 
can't get to, the ones that can't see me on a regular basis, just on the internet, of course. But, you know, time for me to meet them and, you know, thank them personally for, you know, supporting me, of course, because I won't be anywhere without my fans. So I truly dedicate my time when I'm at Exotica to meet my fans, take pictures with them, get to know them even more, more than the, just the DMs, because you don't ever see their faces sometimes. So to me, it's putting the face with the names, like my, my true fans who's been with me some of them have been with me since 2016 when I started only fans so um, it's just truly nice to get to have a face with the name as I would say it one of those fans I saw who had his big arm around you was Joey Joey how you doing today um yeah I'm doing all right still a little bit tired but I'm I'm pacing along bit by bit so um just working a lot of weekends now and um, today is Monday morning, but I had half the day because um, oh, well, I told my boss I don't feel too long, a bit sick, so let me send home, but wanted to come for the Zoom session, of course. Um, that, that, that's a bit of a white lie, but, um, but now I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking that, Patrick, and um, no, thank you for having me on board and thank you, Crystal, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Yeah, Joe and I go back, what, 2019, Joey? About that, yeah, when I first met you in um, Vegas, yep. Yeah. With, um, what, what was it? With Miles. Yes, Miles, Miles Long. Yeah, so, I, yeah, it was a very, um, I think he caught me off guard because I was still jet-lagged when I come over and um, he yelled, yelled my name across the hallway and he had all, it was you and Audrey and Shelby and Lucy and there was quite a few of you there, but um, it was yeah. nice to meet you there. I was still chucking my eyes open, but yeah. <laughs> I still try to meet you. It was all good. It was all good. And um, Mitch in Chicago. Actually, you spotted me in Chicago because I heard yeah. my name get called out and like, I'm still a bit tired. And like, who knows me here? And like, I was, oh, you're here. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> it's like, I was um, like, who but, can but, miss that hair? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it won't last forever. That's for sure. We'll be gone eventually. It can't last forever. So, but thanks for coming on board. Crystal, it's good to see you again. And thank, well, once again, thank you, Patrick, for having me on board. I appreciate it. You but um, you know it's a good guest when uh, Joey <coughs> calls in sick. <laughs> nah. No, well, I, I mentioned before um, we've just been going very silly at work at the moment because um, I think I mentioned it earlier. Like um, damn America, I blame you for it, but it's not just entirely. It's the um, the baby formula at the moment. It's going really silly, and I think yeah. it's, it's you've got a very a shortage, massive shortage there going at the moment, and we got the had some kind of a contract two weeks ago to help you guys out with the supply. So um, we're shipping 15 containers a day. It's like ridiculous. It's like that much baby formula, really? So, um, yeah, um, I'm sorry to hear that, but we're, we, are, well, we are more likely and glad glad to help out. But um, it's just um, we need a lot of sleep at the moment because we're doing double shifts, so it's very tiring. So, but... um. Well, See how this goes after. That's nah, all good. It's all for good cause. I'm, I'm sure one day when we get into trouble, we might ask for your, for your help somehow. Don't know why, but I'll, I'm sure we'll work it out. Uh, um, okay, get back to this point here. Um, thanks, thanks so much for coming on board, like I said before. Um, good question. A few questions I want to ask you, Crystal, if you don't mind me asking. Um, being how you start off in the industry, um, what pursue you to jump on board 
from your from your previous career to this one, or has this always been your go-to career, so to speak? No, so I actually have had previous careers before. I was an executive, and then I became an educator. So I've been, you know, like switching careers as I felt like I succeeded in that, then I switched on to the other. I've always been wanting to do something more. Um, on top of all that, I've always been an exhibitionist, so I kind of used to perform online for free <laughs> at that time, um, <laughs> you know, being in the swinging lifestyle prior to porn. Um, you know, I, I like to show off. So um, when the opportunity came, when, when one of the uh, upcoming talent at the time wanted to film with me. I agreed to film, but at that time I still had my education career, so I wore a mask. Um, but then after a couple of times we filmed, I was like, forget the mask, let's just do it. And that's when I jumped in. Um, but I've always had my OnlyFans since when they started in 2016, so I've had mm -hmm. fans since then. Um, I only transitioned and crossed over to actual porn and do pro shoots in 2019, and then boom, COVID happened. <laughs> nah. So I kind of switched from, you know, in Texas, there's hardly any talent there, so I kind of switched from doing porn and to doing solos and then camming at the same time. So I'm kind of like switching around, whichever, you know, works for me, depending on the situation I'm in. Oh, but yeah, wow. having, you know, being in porn is like, you know, a dream come true. I didn't never thought I'd be okay with it. You know, I grew up very uh, religious and very um, reserved. <laughs> okay. But what, what I have the that side. Girl? <laughs> yes. Good. I've always okay. had that side hidden somehow and uh, finally okay. came out. I didn't want to hide anymore. Okay. But with friends and family now in this situation, how, how they've, um, adapt to your career now. Are they are they are they, are they found? Yep, yeah, we're comfortable. Do it. Yep, yeah, it's all good. Or there's still a little bit of a mm, bit of a. My immediate family are all okay with it. My parents, mm -hmm. however, they're too old. I don't want to give them a heart attack, so I'm just gonna let it pass. <laughs> um, so, but I do have some friends who are okay with it. Some uh, some people don't even know because you know. It's just me. So <laughs> uh, cause, yeah, because you mentioned before about wearing the mask is like okay, like just to see how comfortable you were first before you open up. So and of course sometimes that situation be like close family and friends and how yeah. would they react to it? So I it's like yeah, I wasn't doing it for that. I was doing it for because I was still a teacher at the time when I did the first uh, couple of scenes. So I was trying to separate that from from teaching being a teacher yeah. and then being in, in the film it's funny how a lot of the, how how not 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 yourself but we had quite a few guests on the zoom show that um before they entered his career they're always like a prior to being a teacher it's like i i i, I wish i was back in high school it's like wow teachers must have been very special back then um so i don't know what's happened there but down in the wrong school um i missed out that year so and um, probably a, a lot of my sleeve, but I'll just be generous and I'll ask another question if it's okay with you guys. Um, when, when you enter, who did you um, looked up to? Who was your inspiration in the industry? I don't have anyone in particular. I'm okay. more of a, not the person, but the action and how, you know, I've always enjoyed the kink stuff. I, I like dressing up. I like the cosplay stuff. Uh, you know, wearing costumes and wearing and 
pretending to be a certain character. I like the the rigging, the tying up and all that stuff. So my interest in that thing, I, and I used to just, when I used to watch porn, I liked the erotic stuff. So <laughs> that's what got me into it. Now I'm involved in it. I'm kind of like expanding more. Um, okay. You know, so no one per se, the actual idol, um, I watch all kinds and different types of porn, so it's 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 the action that I'm interested in, I you guess. Just, you've what got they a very do. open mind. Yes, yes. So, you know, I, I, I used to compare myself as an athlete. When there's an athlete, there's an all-around athlete. They play all positions. That's kind of me. I do kind of a little bit of yeah. everything, so. You like to, like to go see and try in different aspects, and it's no good judging. No, nah, I'm not going to do it because I don't feel comfortable. How are you going to know if you don't try it? But, yeah, yes. I understand where you're coming from. No worries. Okay, well, I'll let you go, but I'll, if I've got time at the end, I'll ask you some more questions if it's okay with you and Patrick. But sure. thank you so much for coming on board and hope thank to chat you. some more. When you do watch uh, adult stuff, uh, who, who are your favorites? Do you have a favorite or a favorite group or man or woman? No, um, like I said, it's mostly what they do. I don't have a specific person that I actually idolize. I idolize people who are like such troopers, younger girls who can take it in the, if I may say, if I may say it here, in the behind, in their ass. So it's like, you know, the actions that they do, like the, the people who can handle multiple guys at one time, those are the things that mostly interest me when I do watch. Um, believe it or not, when I used to watch a lot of porn, it used to be all girl, girl that I like watching. Um, nowadays, I don't do as much girl, girl, because I do enjoy the boy, girl um, porn. Uh, being the participant now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. Yeah. We, um, you know, this, this whole teacher thing, I think the last three guests we've had used to be teachers. Hell, when I was in school, they wouldn't let me even let me bang the erasers. <laughs> anyway, that's I tell story. you as teachers, we have to release our tension somewhere else. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I'd have been a, like to have been a kid then. All right. Let's go to Cartrell. Cartrell is with us and uh, we can't see your face. We can see you. Uh, there you go. You're, you're too high for the screen. Go ahead, Cartrell. Um, yeah. Crystal, how do you feel about, you know, like the stereotyping of Asian women in your, your industry? And do you think it's gotten better over the years? Um, I think it is. I think there's a lot more films out there <clears throat> with Asian um, performers. Um, I've actually participated in a couple of them where, where all the talents are Asian. I think we can improve a little bit more when we're labeling Asians as just, uh, or uh, labeling us different from our actual culture. So let's just say I'm Filipino, Chinese, Japanese, and I'm labeled as the Korean star kind of thing. I think that's where we need to improve is if we do label uh, the performers, we label them correctly, or we use them for the right char character that we're portraying. So, but I think we've made a huge progress in, in you know, hiring and and um, putting a lot more Asian performers on the on films now, um, and not just you know, oh, because she's Asian, then you know, a certain uh, character in the film itself. But also, we become the the star of the film because before we used to just be the side character or, or the extra and things like that. I see a lot more now that are, you know, the actual primary character in the film. 
That reminds me of, uh, you know, Vanessa Del Rio, very, very famous adult star. Seemed like in every movie she was in, she had to play the maid. Yes, yes, exactly. Very, very good maid. But yes, always, you know, and uh, it seemed like Linda Wong was always the token uh, Asian gal. And that was the other wife or, you know, the never the the maid is the most common thing, you know, we've had to portray. Yeah. So I'm glad there's I'm really glad there's uh, advancements in that, I guess, to me. Um, if I had to pick an offensive um, phrase anymore, because I think we're better than this, is the term interracial. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's just sex. It, it's, it's it's do a scene, be the best sex scene, not the best interracial scene. It, be the best scene. Don't don't do that labels. Right. Stuff. It's because when you think about it, you know, I'm with uh, let's just say a white co talent. That is interracial for me. So even with the black one, it's also interracial. So there's really not a difference right. if you look about it because we're all of different races. So sure, sure. And we want to welcome Erica Ryko in the room. Erica, you're not feeding your dog and throwing the ball today. No, I kind of switch locations now, you know, and um, you know, it's kind of a long story. You know, and I, I might I might tell some of you you know, after the show, probably. Okay. Well, yeah. you're showing off your artwork, and that's <laughs> yeah, a little bit of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's you know, it's all throughout the house. You know, even upstairs. And, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, Crystal is at Exotica in Chicago, and she's going to be at Exotica all through the rest of the year, even Washington D.C. How was Washington D.C.? That was last year for the first year I was at. That was actually pretty good. Um, I, you know, I it was the first time last year, and. I think everyone that I've spoken to about it, they were a bit surprised for it to be as big as it was the, being the first time. Um, they were very open, and a lot of them that I spoke to uh, to during that time was, you know, they were very excited to have us there, and they hope that we say there's what, you know, the consensus of, of the ones that I've spoken to. So um, both both talent and fans. Yeah, I don't think my Senator Charles Grassley made it. He's too old. <laughs> but he was in a high school there. They challenged a kid to do push-ups, so he did push-ups. <laughs> and that was, that was all there was to it. But anyway, uh, Charles, was with it. Charles, you saw Charles in uh, in Chicago. Yeah. I'm sure you did. You Hi, had to. Back to back. Hello, how are you? I'm I feel good. like Joey stole all my questions. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but it's nice to see you again. Nice to see you too. Chicago was just, it was so much fun. It was exhausting too, but it was a lot of fun. So I've never had a bad time in Chicago yet. No. The only thing about Chicago was when I got back home, I did get COVID. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm okay, but yes. Yeah, that's the only thing I could say about Chicago, but it was so much fun. What, what was fun. your experience with COVID like? Because everybody has a different experience about that, you know? Okay, well, so I've had COVID twice. Technically, the first time I had it, it was not diagnosed as COVID, but at the very end of it, the doctor's like, yeah, you probably did have it. Because I had it early 2020, which I was coming back from... Um, from Las Vegas, and then a couple of days after I got home, I got sick, and I was 
gone like sick for seven weeks, isolated for seven weeks. So that was really hard for me. I had to go to the emergency room and actually, you know, get the breathing treatments and things like that. So it was, that was very difficult for me. Um, and just the span of time that I was sick. This time around, it was like five days. I had fever, um, like 102 fever, which I had the chill. So I actually ended up in urgent care because I had a, an idea that it was. Um, but also at the same time, it's the flu season. So I was like, okay, we'll just check it out. Then it finally came out as it's COVID. Um, I did have fever for three, four days. And then when it broke, it was fine. I did, you know, I was coughing and I had runny nose and everything, but so much easier compared to my seven weeks the first time around. So I think because vaccination and boosters and stuff like that really did help. I just can't believe seven weeks. Wow. That's bad. Trust me, I I was calling family and telling them, I love you, you know, just in case I don't make it, you know, you know, just it was it was tough. And it actually happened around, you know, my birthday. So I was like, am I going to celebrate my birthday at all? So I have managed to avoid it. I got exposed to it once. I went out for dinner with a friend of mine who was in town and um, turned out he had it and didn't know he had it. And, you know, but I did not. I went and got tested a few days later. and I was like, it came back negative. I'm like, OK, you know, that's good. You know, yeah, I still wear a mask when I go out just because. If anything, it's taught me that I am a germaphobe and don't want to catch something. And, you know, um, well, you, my experience is that I, I avoided a super spreader mm. and I stayed home and I worked online the whole weekend. I was on a hot streak and then I get a text, you know, somebody I was going to do business with and they test positive. Oh, wow. and, Lucky. I, I, and, and then I, and then I look at her social media and everything. Oh, I tested positive And. If you've been in contact with me, get tested, go self-isolate or whatever. And um, one by one, I look at other people who were at this event. It was at DomCon. Uh, One by one by one, everybody's testing positive. So I ended up making a grand on Sex Panther that weekend. Go figure. I stayed home. I got stoned, played with my dog, and kept (laughs) around all weekend. Good for you. I didn't get it the whole time, you know? I mean, I was yeah. very extra careful. I didn't do shit during it. And I, I had a member of my polyamorous family, you know, battling cancer. So I just said, fuck mm. it. I don't want to deal with anybody, you know? Yeah. Right. Now, Crystal, will you be at uh, the X? Well, there's a couple of events in, well, three events in January. There's uh, AVN in mm-hmm. Vegas. And, of mm-hmm. course, you'll be at that, I'm sure. Yes. What about the X-Biz and the X-3 events? And, and, uh, Hollywood. So this year I was supposed to attend X3 and I skipped it because, you know, I was afraid of of COVID because it was kind of the numbers were going, you know, increasing during that time. So I opted out of X3 this year. So I do plan on attending the next one. Um, I did just attend the Expos in Miami. So um, that one was actually great and I had a great experience. It's very different from uh, Exotica. So, uh, you know, I do plan on attending it again. Um, But I will have to, I haven't thought about that far yet for that for the next Expos. Okay. Yeah. So right now my focus is um, Exotica Miami and then, you know, in between my other traveling times. Sure. So there's, 
Miami, Chicago, D.C., and where's, is there a fourth one? New Jersey is in October, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I think that... Why uh, do they not have any of these on the West Coast? I wish they did. Well, yeah, they're having X-Biz and they're having X-3. X-Biz and AVN, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and Charles is going to go to the yeah. X-3 one for sure. Along mm -hmm. with, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, Joey, by a show of hands, will you be at uh, X-3? <laughs> oh, he's got two hands so he's going like that so, yeah. Up and down. he can bring but, some baby formula <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good in chocolate milk uh but anyway so yeah so anyway i've already got uh a lot of things lined up for x3 and i can't wait and what, what is different i've never been to xbiz so what what is the difference between xbiz and exotica um just my opinion because you know i could I've attended both, uh, and I've only attended one Exbiz, which is the last one in Miami. Um, Exbiz is more like business to business, so you get to meet producers, you get to meet vendors, you get to meet um, like the people in the back end, um, but also you get to see mostly you know the talents. It's not so much of a fan event as opposed to Exotica. That's how I would kind of dif differentiate it. Um, Exotica is more, yes, there's talents and there's companies there, but it's more focused on um, fans getting to meet the talents as opposed to Exbiz to me is the back-end people, producers, uh, vendors, um, you know, uh, services, um, and talent. Not much of a fan, um, you know, uh, attendance. Do fans go? There are some, but very little. I mean, they do attend, like, maybe if they know where the after parties are, and they come and hang out during that time. But the event itself is business and um, and uh, talents. I guess that's what they call X-Biz. Yes. So it's like, it's, they call it B2B, which is business to business. So there's a lot of panel. There's a lot of of presentation there's a lot of services you know talking about um you know talking about the service that they can provide to the talents and other and the companies okay well that's good to know because that might just get crossed off my list and not have to worry about it so <laughs> oh no <laughs> don't tell them i told you <laughs> no, but no i well, was you maybe patrick might want to get into the business <laughs> yeah, yeah there we go well I, I got an email last night at 8.30 at night from X3 mm -hmm. about some press credentials. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, you're, you're a pretty big organization when you're emailing somebody on a Saturday night at 8.30. <laughs> I thought, wow. I could, I could bring my credentials for ABC and see if I can get in that way. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. But, uh, I know, I'm kidding. Yeah, anyway. I did see a lot of, of, you know, TV stuff, podcast people at, at X-Biz Miami. So. Okay, well, I will, I'll, I'll just, I'm only going to go for one day because that's kind of what we got scheduled. So uh, I know that um, the guy I'm with isn't going to want to chase down porn stars the entire time. <laughs> but uh, he does certainly want to uh, be involved a little bit. So, hey, next week we have John Legendary. With us yes. and uh, uh, Crystal, did you see John when you were out in, in uh, Exotica in, in Chicago? I do not recall. Um, he may have been there, but I was kind of busy on our end. Of, of, he was of he was at the far end against the one wall. Yes, and we were on the other side, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he was kind of next to Kimmy Kaboom in that area. Oh, so they're on like my right side. So yeah, yeah. I you know. It, 
it's a good thing that I was so busy in Exotica, but also at the same time, I didn't get a chance to go around and say hi to a lot of people, which I normally do, you know, what I would normally do when I'm in Exotica. But it's just, it was, I was pleasantly surprised with, with the crowd in Chicago. So I kind of stayed at my booth most of the time, you know, just not to miss people who's, you know, messaging me, I'm coming, I'm coming, you know. So I just kind of stayed and made sure I, I met everyone. Yeah, I, I had several things to get signed, including, of course, like I said, I got this nice little present signed. And uh, I'll, I'll look forward to getting the other two later. But um, I thought, well, I'll get uh, Mr. Marcus today, and then I'll come back for some stuff tomorrow. And then tomorrow came, and he wasn't there. So yeah. I'm about that. I I don't understand why you just go and, and don't be there the whole time. But I mean, there's a lot of people who actually <clears throat> don't come back on a Sunday. Some of them don't come back on Saturday. I guess, you know, it just depends. on, Or maybe they only signed up for one day. I don't, I'm not sure. Do, do you find that, and maybe this is true for you, maybe it's not that, it seemed to me this year, the main point of going to Exotic for a lot of stars was not so much the fans, which I figured it should be, but it was to film content and other stuff. Uh, did you notice that at all? I know um, that happens because I've been um, approached by a few people to do content. So I make it a point that I come earlier than the expo so I can get it that over with prior to the expo so I could actually focus on what I came there for because to me like I said when I did the comparison between expos and exotica I'm there for my fans who can't see me on a, you know like closer here in the west coast so if I go to Chicago which I don't visit very often I am going to be there for my fans. So if I need to film, I schedule them when I go there earlier that week and get it over with or after the expo. So I try not to film during the time that I need to be at my booth unless it's necessary. Yeah, And if you look at, you know, when we met each other that morning, <clears throat> I think it was Friday morning, might have been um, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning when mm -hmm. we set our booths up. So that's 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. Then you're going to have lunch. And then before mm -hmm. too long, you got to have supper. Yeah. And then you've got a show to do until 11 o'clock on your feet the entire time. My feet were yes. just burning. And then, you know, Saturday was uh, 2 until 10, and then Sunday was 1 until 6. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like your feet are tired, and maybe when you get back to the room, all you want to do is sit on your ass for a while. Or soak <laughs> your feet like I did because yeah. we were in heels the whole time standing up so and i and truly i stood up most most of the time i probably stood up 90 percent of the time um we do have chairs of course but it's like every time i try to sit down oh we gotta stand up again oh wait come back yeah so i just you know i just stay standing up and just you know wait for everybody to just come around so sure sure and you were really intermingling with everybody it was so cool to see i mean you were there's times you were just working the whole uh, aisle. I mean, you were up and down the aisle the whole time. You know, I, I try to have fun, you know, because, you know, if you're just there to work, I mean, like the things that we do, we do porn, right? So if we have to call it work, then it's not fun at all. So whatever I do, I try to put the fun into it. So it's not hard to do. It's not boring. And it's not per se work, although it is. Um, I try to be like... 
the clown <laughs> and, you know, you know, have fun with my neighbors, what I call them. So, you know, I was told that a lot of people would ask, hey, can I be around Crystal Davis' booth? You know, and I'm like, hey, because, I, you know, I just, I just like having fun and I like to have other people have fun too. So, Who, who were you next to on each side? I think I have, I have, well, across from me is Marcus, who always bothered me the whole time. He would always be at my booth <laughs> and then telling, you know, all the fans, oh, you want to take a picture with her or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but Marcus is across from me. I think Elite um, Agency was next to me. There's a, a gal, she's a Southern girl, and I forgot her name, next to me. But all the, um, all the other ones are like other BBW stuff, and then I had a TV station around here. What I heard though for Miami is I've had they've had a few requests to be around me, uh, other people, other talents to be around me. So, right, we yeah. we were so lucky. We had um, on one side we had the tadpole booth, yes, mayhem, yeah, and then um, on the other side we had Sarah J, who many yes. was in our booth because it was. She hung out like right at the corner of our booth, and people mm -hmm. thought, "Oh wow, Sarah J's in your booth too." So that was kind of <laughs> that's yes, that's always the problem, right? So sometimes the lines cross. Like some of my fans were on the other girls' booth, and they're like, "How come it's taking so long?" And I'm like, "That's not my line. It's over here." It's like, ah, oh, we waited that long, and then we're in the wrong line. So, um, yeah, it happens. So. Yeah. And we had some legends in our booth, and we had a real good time, and and everybody, it, it was, I think everybody had a nice time. Uh, yes. There were a couple of hiccups in the giddy-up, but uh, everybody did have a pretty nice time, and uh, and so we just went on with that. Your website is uh, crystaldavisxxx.com, and you told me that goes into your mini-vids uh, website. Yes, yes. How long have you done mini-vids, and, and how is that working out for you? So I did all of that when I transitioned into porn. I've, like I've mentioned, I was an OnlyFans since 2016. So from 2016 to 2019, that's when everything else started. Pornhub, uh, Minivids, uh, I Want Clips, all the other platforms, I'm, I'm in it. Um, but that's when those all came about is in 2019 when I finally transitioned to, you know, mainstream porn. Sure, sure. Let's roll things back down under to uh, Joey and Joey Brian. Well, let me ask one question here that Eric has uh, texted in. Uh, let's see here. It says, uh, since being in the business, has there been any unpleasant, any pleasant surprises or unpleasant disappointments? Um, what, would be a, what would be a pleasant surprise? Pleasant surprise? Um, uh, I guess, you know, you know, being new and my age, of course, I always tell people I'm old. <laughs> um, pleasant surprises are people wanting to work with me, I guess, you know, being new to the industry, you know, big stars like Isaiah Maxwell, Charles Sarah, all those people contacted me to work with them. Um, that was the big surprise for me is just being wanted to work with, I guess that's, that's pretty much it. Unpleasant surprises. I mean, I've been fortunate enough that every single one that I've worked with, I've clicked with and um, I've had good experiences with. Yes, there are always going to be um, some hiccups along the way, but no nothing major that would make me want to forget, you know, say forget this. Um, everything has been like 
a stepping stone or a learning moment for me. So I'm very fortunate like that, that my experience has always been something that I can grow and learn something more as I go through this whole, you know, experience for me. Sure, sure. Not giving up your age, but how old are you about? <laughs> I am 49. Wow, okay. Well, you certainly don't look at that. That's, wow. that's, that, swim that swimsuit don't say 49. 49. No, no why? Yes, wow. I just turned 49 uh, last April. Wow. Yeah. That's, April. That's, okay. Then. But every time, every every time, ask me what what's your age? I'm 50. You know, I just round it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That that swimsuit doesn't say 49. Does? It? <laughs> oh, thank you. That, that swimsuit says about 36. <laughs> that is 34 triple D. <laughs> that is definitely not my age. <laughs> uh, you're still in the naughty 40s. It's okay. Yes. Go ahead, Joey. Anything else you want to ask? Yeah, um, you mentioned about award, um, going to awards and you know some you know, conventions and all that. Have you ever been? There's another one I can't, I can't pronounce it properly. Is it called why? Is it why not? Yes. What? Yeah. Do you ever attend that as well, Crystal? Or is that more business as well? Like from the from being performing to mingle with the producer? And is it more? Was a more different approach compared to the expies? I think um, I'm not quite sure. I know that why not is like a uh, a camming uh, a, a group. So mm -hmm. I do. I've seen some of their invites. They they have uh, events where there it's business to business and then connected to their cam awards. So it's mainly focused on people who cam. Uh, on, on their sites. I think they have both the regular camming sites and then they have a VR side of it. Mm, yeah, because I went to the website just to do a little bit of research. I mean, I hear from different sources, but I don't see it advertised that much. Yeah. So I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know if it was more for the business-wise or for the fan base, but when I read a bit more about it, I was like, oh, okay, like I said, more camming and stuff like that. So, But um, I think Patrick mentioned before about the X3. Yes, I mean, I did um, purchase a ticket for it, yeah. but um, I'll see how things go due to being close to Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Because it's so, because you've got, like I think someone said, you've got the AVN, you have the XBiz, you have, it's so much happening right after New Year's. And it's like, wow, like, not just from a, a fan's point, a fan point of view, but anyone that's involved in the industry, like you're really on your feet from that early in the month. And yeah. I don't know how in, in yourself particular, but anyone that's involved in the industry can actually keep up. You know, I don't know why it's gone so close in early stages of January. I'm, it's just, it's got me scratching my head why so early. You know, so, so I remember AVM was always at the end of January. Now it's early January. It's like, that doesn't make sense, but... Yeah, it's really weird how things have been um, forecast and, and planted, so to speak. I don't know why. So, and it's at, at a different location actually for AVN this year. So, um, it's, yeah, it's I going to be interesting. It's a big, a big location. It's like three different hotels. Mm, yeah, I heard about that. A few, so. a few friends have asked me, "Are you going to go?" And it's like. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. It really is because it's right after um, New Year's, Christmas. The the 
the holiday season is really, it's just, um, yeah, at the moment it's definitely no because it's, it's very close to home and it's like, and I'm not being rude. If I, if I lived in the States, of course I would, yeah, yeah. hardly, yeah. easy, but me living so far away, unfortunately, I just cop the the shit end of the stick, so to speak. So, um, yeah, it's not really Yeah, a actually, actually um, I think uh, Exotica DC is like early December and then we get that little break for Christmas and New Year's and then we start back up with, I believe, X3 first because they do theirs like the beginning of, of January and then AVN um, mm-hmm. right after that. Normally it is like, you know, towards like, Oh, and the, the, the AVN is on the, I think the third, they correct me if I'm wrong, it's the first week of January. That yeah. I know. <clears throat> it's yeah. really early. Yeah, and then it goes XBiz, the 12th and 13th. Oh, oh. so they switched this year. Yeah. 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 There was some jumping ahead or behind because of last year. Mm. Somebody jumped ahead or behind. And yeah, so AVN is like early, like the 7th or 8th. And then mm. XBiz is the 11th. And then uh, X3 is the 13th and 14th. And then the XBiz Awards are the 15th. That is just a messed up deal. Yeah. Uh, don't don't any of these perverts buy their kids Christmas gifts? I mean, good God, you got December, you got DC uh, Exotica. I'd, I'd move that to March or somewhere because weather in DC in December can go anyway. I was actually expecting last year, I was expecting some snow, but it didn't get to see any. Yeah. And so I, I just don't understand what the... I mean, like I said, don't these people have to buy their kids Christmas shit? <laughs> I'll be happy if AVM went back to where it originally was because um, I remember it so well because every time I, if I went there, it would be our, because back in Australia, it was a Australia Day public holiday. And I remember it so well. It was like, oh, great. It was, yeah. And now it's like, it's like three weeks ahead of schedule. It's like, really? It doesn't make Joey, sense. Joey's got to be sick for two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, you say that. Yeah, after making some kind of skits with my supervisor again, yeah, he's 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 he's, he's gonna definitely catch on what I'm up to. He really will for sure. So, I uh, and another thing too, Crystal. Like, um, besides about in like, like this, you mentioned like you like to explore different avenues in the industry. Like, yeah, and you always got an open mind. Is there anything on your bucket list that you haven't tried, but you're so, you know what? I've got to try. I've got to. You know, work with this person, work with, I've got to try this position, whether it's something on your bucket list that you need to tick off that, that you haven't achieved yet. Um, of course. I mean, there's always going to be something I'd like to do. Like, as, as I said earlier, I've always been, as soon as I meet a goal, I, I set up another one. Um, I do want, my focus is uh, this year to work with the bigger companies, I'd like to work with browsers, I'd like to work with Reality Kings, um, Adult Time, all of those. Um, although my focus is a lot of my content belongs to me, um, I do work with companies, but um, I want to kind of expand to at least, you know, one for each of those companies and then I'll be happy. Um, mm. But then also I'm starting to produce my own um, films. so. Um, okay. That will be, you know, the end goal for me. Like I said, you know, I'm not getting any younger and that's really oh, where the, the, the stop for me is when I get to just produce other um, mm. talents and, you know, 
give them the story that I have in my mind and have them uh, portray those characters that I want them to, I need them to. So um, that's where I really want to take my career, you know, participating, less participation, more producing, and then maybe later on in life, I'll, you know, I'll jump in whenever I want to, but, you know, more of producing. Yeah, I was going to say, because I know some of them have that experience for so long, like you are at the moment, and when it comes to a certain point, I've done so much in front of the camera, how about I'll go try behind the camera, yeah. you know, and, see, and have that knowledge and that experience as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, um, even now when I'm participating and then when I'm working with newer talents, I'm like, you know, being in the scene itself and still trying to direct people where they should be and things like that. So I'm already doing that as I'm oh. doing my scenes these days. But, you know, hopefully in the future, I'm just, you know, behind the camera. You do this, you do that, <laughs> you know, that kind so of other words, other words, you are still a teacher there as well, uh, yes. aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Once a teacher, always a teacher. You teacher. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn, I wish I could get back to high school myself. Okay, no worries. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I hope to see you next three things go well. So, yeah. Thank you. And Erica, thank you, Patrick. You, appreciate it. Uh, Erica, what do you think your schedule is going to be in, in uh, January with XBiz and the X3 uh, show? Um, well, now, now, now that I decided to return, because I had a moment last week where I said, you know what? Um, I'm done. Um, as, as you know, but um, people were really very, very warm, you know, the reaction. Um, I'm aiming for the New Jersey one, and as I skip Chicago, I'm going to be there in September anyway. Um, um, X-Biz, I don't live up wherever they have it. If they're going to have it at the Palladium again like they did last year, I'll do that, you know. Um, you know, it was an experience because, look, I, I decided to go. I know everybody around me was getting COVID, um, right, you know, right around that time. And I said, look, fuck it. I haven't done anything in two years you know mm -hmm. and i just said you know whatever happens happens you know sure sure but uh yeah anyway yeah you were yeah you were at x3 last year and and uh but i i still think you played it safe as far as you were very aware of what was going on and i don't think you went back when you were tired that one next day you, you said enough i don't I, want to I missed the award show and, and and i was really fatigued i thought you know I, as it turned out, I was in contact with people that, that did test positive for COVID. And nobody in my household tested positive for COVID. Um, I was fine the next day. So I think it was, you know, being that everything was loud, you know, that I had to talk so loud, talk over people, you know, doing that. And, and just being around so many people. I came into people who shot me when I first crossed over from mainstream and, into adults or, or you know, even fetish. You know, so, you know, we're just mingling and it seemed like certain people I may have felt comfortable with, oh, I'll give them a hug or something. You know, pre-pandemic, I was very, you know, affectionate with people. You know, a lot of a lot of my friends, I would, you know, kiss them on the cheek or the hug or whatever, you know. And, and you know, as COVID kicked in, that, that changed. Mm -hmm. You know, we were more away from people. And, you know, so it's it just little by little, you know, and, and I, you know, I was very open with people and I said, look, you know, this, this COVID thing, this two year, you know, thing, man, it really, you know, it really fucked up my mental health, you know, you know, it made me agoraphobic a little bit, you know, and everybody's different. They're coming back at, yeah. you know, their own rates and everything like that. You know, I mean, I think, 
the the Vice TV documentary. I went out for that too, you know, and um, so you know, little by little, it's been touch and go. I think. Yeah. yeah. All right, Cartrell, you had a question earlier. Uh, why don't you say what you wrote in the in the text box? Oh yeah. Uh, well, all I said was that she did a sing with my friend Nikki Revel. You know, for I forgot what it was like fifty plus mils or something. It's forty plus. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't quite make it to the 50 yet, but they, you know, I, they are waiting for me to turn 50 and go back and do that. And I'm like, okay, that's like in, in one more year. <laughs> um, yes, I did uh, film with Nikki Rebel. That's uh, one of the four that I've done for Score Magazine. Um, um, I actually worked with uh, Nikki prior to, you know, working with him during Score. So we're very comfortable with each other. And of course, um, you know, my experience with SCORE is really great um, from from the, you know, communication with them to the makeup artist to the talent to the producer. I mean, my day, I filming for companies, I think my fastest day is with SCORE magazine. Like, we were done in four hours, and that's two scenes, so um, maybe less than four hours. So that's from makeup to the finish of two scenes. So, um very efficient it's run you know it ran smoothly from beginning to end and they were all very nice so great experience including you know my co-talents i had um brick danger the first time and then uh nikki rebel the second okay all right paulo is with us paulo uh are you there yes a question for uh, crystal crystal what do you do in two free times i like you to the watch the movies i like to read the books I like the paint. What else? Um, you know, when I have free time, which is very rare, <laughs> um, I do binge watch my shows on TV um, and then take naps and, you know, sleep a lot because I don't get to sleep because sometimes at the end of my day is like at 3 a.m. Uh, <laughs> um, but I do like watching uh, movies, watching TV. Um, not much of reading lately because every time I start reading, I'll fall asleep because <laughs> I'm tired. Um, but, you know, in other times, if I do have like breaks, like I did take a couple of, uh, I did the whole month of April a break. So I kind of just reconnected with, you know, friends, had lunch and dinners with them, went out a little bit, celebrated my birthday. I do love singing and I love dancing. So if, if ever I do go out, those are the things that I would normally do. Karaoke and, and, and dancing. Wow, we'll have to find a karaoke bar when you come uh, to the X3 thing. I didn't say I was good at it. I just, I like to do it. <laughs> no, I, that's why if I was in I would I would definitely want to see you doing <clears throat> karaoke. You have a very nice voice. I'm sure you're... I would. I think you're gonna be. Well, there's a video somewhere there floating around for sure. <laughs> if I was worth a shit, I wouldn't be here on a Sunday night. <laughs> so, Paulo, where are you from? I am from Peru. From from where Peru. again? Peru. Peru. Yes, Peru. Wow. We got a couple international fellows. Hey, hello. Thank Peru. you. Thank you for joining us, Paulo. Thanks. Thanks for your gratitude. Yeah. I don't speak very well English, but I don't uh, speak very well English. I, I can try every every time. No? You're fine. You're doing good. Thank it's you for a being nice conversation with you. It's a nice see you. Thank you. To see you uh, soon. Nice. <laughs> okay. 
All right, thank you, Paulo. Thank you for being here from all the way from Peru. That's quite a, he's, he's been on several times and he's always been on mute. And I thought, well, maybe he doesn't want to be on. And so anyway, I unmuted him and said, what the hell? So anyway, that's the first time I'd actually heard Paulo. But uh, he's, he's commented a lot on various uh, performers. And I thought, well, maybe he just wants a shot at that. So we gave him a shot at that. Charles, any other questions to kind of wrap up the show? No, I am even more looking forward to X3. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing Crystal there. I have a question for Charles. Yes. Do you still have a crush on Helen Hunt? I mean, Hunt? I worked as a um, lighting double. She's the, 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 the nasty fucking cunt. I, 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 worked, I, I worked four weeks on set with that fucking cunt. You know, I was warned, um, a good friend of mine did two seasons about Mad About You on that. What a fucking bitch. She got an extra kicked off, you know, and, 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 and uh, for, for she, nobody was allowed to look at her. That, I, I heard that those Which I find so ridiculous. Uh, and so, you, you know, you know no. what, about three months later, I was back in town and I was working on a, on a commercial and I was in charge of all the extras. Yeah. And I heard, and, and, and this one extra comes up to me and says, I was on that shoot and said, I got sent home because they said I was drinking. I don't, I don't drink. I've never had a drop of alcohol in my life. So I, I knew that was the motherfucker who got sent home. No, but I didn't have a crush on her anymore now. Not really, no. I did. A, I did at one point meet Shelley Long. She is a bitch. She, you, you know, you know, Helen Cunt. After that, after that particular film, she didn't work that much. You know, she pissed everybody off, and and she came back with some indie film. And I saw her at the Toronto Film Festival like four years later. Man, it, it was, she was irrelevant. She yeah. pissed everybody off. Well, she must. Well, I, I met Shelley Long once, and she was dreadful. She was all. She, she was, just she was horrible. horrible. Yeah. Definitely. I wonder if she was in Iowa for Twister. That Twister house is about 35 <laughs> miles away from me. Oh, wow. So, and they were going to destroy it. And then a bunch of locals got together and said, don't destroy it. And so anyway, they sold it to somebody. And so the Twister house is still there. So no word about Helen Cunt being there. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, you're, uh, you're you know, I won't say hopes and dreams, but your kind of reality like comes down on you, which is fine. You know, you, you know, I, I didn't want to kill it for you, but I just couldn't resist. You know, and, no, that's and fine. But, you know, back, I, you know, and, you know and, it, it's yeah. kind of like when you meet an athlete and they're kind of a jerk to you in real life, and it's like right. you know, it's it is what it is. You know, uh, that's uh... looks like Joey has a question. Yeah, Joey, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, I do want to intrude, but um, I'm very surprised you mentioned those two actresses like, wow, you can't judge a book by its cover, can you? Uh, <laughs> it's a shock. Um, good question, Crystal. Um, do you have a, a PO, because if it's okay with Patrick to put it on our little chart there, a PO box if we can purchase some more photos and again, if you have a, a PO box for signatures and autographs, if, if that's possible? Or you really must that? miss that. Conversation. I know, I've got, I've got some. I just, I just like, I just like some more. Um. I, I've made arrangement to uh, with Patrick and how we're going to handle that. Yes. You'll, you just send them to me, and then I'll take care of it, and we'll get them back to you. Yeah. So, not a, not a problem. So she's uh, going to entrust me with <laughs> address. So, so I don't send goofy fuckers to her house all day. But uh, no, no, we don't want that. Don't. <laughs> no, we don't want oh, that. Oh. That's, no, I've, I, I'm a good secret keeper. So, and, and we do a lot of folks, um, 
that way. If you ever look at our database, half of it's um, Sharon Mitchell, Kara Pat Palmer, and mm. Kelly Richards, Kara <laughs> Pat Palmer. Hell, I don't even know how to get a hold of Carrie, uh, Kelly Richards anymore either. But anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. I got like uh, 10 pair of her panties in my living room. Uh, <laughs> for the, they're all stapled up. Uh, <laughs> no, I had to wash them. They smell like smoke. Ugh. But, uh, anyway. That's nasty. Yeah. Nah. That, that, that is just fucking rank. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Krista Tabadi as well. Um, I know you're on Instagram. Mm -hmm. and oh, actually, you know what? Unfortunately, I'm disabled from Instagram. So. What? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just a couple of weeks or maybe three weeks now. Um, yes. I'm still in the process of trying to get it back, and I have not signed up for a new one yet because that's my second one already. Oh, um, why do they keep fucking with you guys on that? I don't know. I mean, it's you guys could put a headshot and you get blocked. <laughs> you know what? At the same time, you know what? There's one of me with a ball gag in my mouth, and they've never said anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, there's a lot more risque pictures mm. or videos that's up there, and, and mm. you you just don't know. Like, I think they did a, a sweep of a lot of us, and I just happen to be in that group. You know what? I'm doing on Twitter, every every fucking tweet that I have now has this is like a warning. You know, mm. it's been impossible for me to do anything. You know, and and it's um again, you know, I try to get it off even if I put like an old an old headshot. You know, it's not like it's not like I'm. You know, like I, I mean, I look at gaping assholes all fucking day, and it's like nobody flags them for it. You yeah. know, cash at me so you can see my gaping gaping asshole. You know, and. and what the fuck, man? I would, I would, I tell you what, I would reach out to Alana Evans. I don't know if you know Alana or not. I do. Yeah, she, yeah, she's a good woman. Yeah. She has, uh, she has like the phone number to somebody at Instagram, and she's really good at getting those back. Okay. And uh, I will do that. She's been a champion. I would say she's been a champion of that for people. Uh, she's been to Instagram's front door and knock, 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 and she's gotten meetings with the top people and yeah. said, "Look at this, is bullshit." And she's yeah. got a lot of people reactivated again. I got, I got a, I got a Facebook, you know, prison term, thirty days, for like it was some innocuous comment of, I made about some class that I took in college, and I emailed them and said, you know, could you do something about this? And uh, you know, within a few hours, I got, oh, we're sorry, we made a mistake, and you're back on Facebook, and I'm like, God, you know, they need to do a better job with that. Yeah. It's just so inconsistent. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not for everybody. So, but anyway, uh, Crystal, we have certainly enjoyed our hour together. And uh, uh, Me too. I, don't think, I do not think that you are ready for the Geritol anytime soon. <laughs> if you want to post stuff for sale on, you know. Yeah. If you've got stuff for sale, just let me know too. And, and uh, we'll, we'll help you sell it. So. Yes, I do have two of my new DVDs that just came out. It's actually on the thumb drive now. Um, it's the milkers. It's where I milked different dicks <laughs> on my milking table. <laughs> I call them my victims. Um, and then I also have the other one that's called the size queen, which is all the big size uh, talents that I had in there. So um, those are the two uh, new ones that I have. And then I'm coming up with a, a couple more that I'm um, working on this year. So nice. hopefully by next exotic, I can get some done and, and have it out there as well. But I will, yes, they are available. And of course, all of my photos that I have 
Sure. Well, if you have anything that comes up, just tweet me along and I'll certainly pass it along to the group or, or however you want to work it. But yeah, certainly let me know because we have a bunch of Crystal Davis fans in the group. That's for sure. I wish more of them. Yay. Some of them just get so scared. They just don't want to talk to a live human. But they'll watch the shit out of the replays. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. the replays just go off the wall. I mean, I guess to me, I'm bored at 7 o'clock on a Sunday night. There's nothing else for me to do. I'm going to have a frozen pizza, and we're going to watch the TV. And, I mean, it, it's effortless to just watch the thing on your phone at, you know, 7 o'clock on a Sunday. But, anyway, um, I'm glad Joey made it. I'm glad Paula made it. I'm glad everybody made it. So anyway, with that, next week again is John Legendary. Don't miss out on that. And we will see you again next week on JizzTalking.com. Catch us on the replay or catch us on any of the uh, podcast platforms that are out there. Or just follow us on Twitter at JizzTalking, and we'll see you next week.